We often say there's nobody more yacht rock than Toto. We do. It's true. We say it a lot. But the band itself, I'm not so sure about. They, when they play on your song, there's a very good chance that song is going to be yacht rock. That's true. But then you got this puzzler. Hold the line by Toto. The puzzler? It's a puzzler. Is this like a wrestler? Is this yacht rock? Or sex move? Is this yacht rock or what? How How does one do the puzzler? Probably like you know multiple fingers and different places. A lot of, a lot of pieces trying to fit yeah. It together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, listen, there's a great list of names on these and the songs. Uh, pretty much every member of Toto on this. Yeah, but I a think, lot of Totos on here. I, I think who we're really focusing on is Bobby Kimball, mm-hmm. who's now known as the Puzzler, Bobby Kimball. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think he gets enough credit for his work while he was in Toto, uh, but he's what makes this song. Um, yeah, if you put a guy who is just a rock singer, this wouldn't be on the boat, I don't think, because I think this is a rock song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an arena rock song. But Bobby Kimball makes it smooth. Now listen to that. There's also nothing wrong with a yacht rock song that rocks a little hard. And this this one was written by David Page, who I feel like he writes the yachtiest stuff in Toto. Obviously, uh, this is the basis of of the hold the line, which I think it means we've drawn a line, and it's called the hold the line, and that line represents how rocking a song can be and still be yacht rock. You cross that line, you're off the boat. Keep that in mind. Spoiler alert: we have a tube song coming up later that we're going to apply the hold the line to. See yeah, if it crosses the hold the line or not. Yeah. But in this song, the bounce is so nice. There's a real piano that can help the. It can really help yachtify a song. And like a, you know, like Hunter said, Bobby Kimball, and I think the piano keeps this song on the boat below that hold the line. And the piano he was or it's, talking this is, this, this is the hold yeah. the line. This is the line. You can yeah, this is probably. Yeah, the line. Bobby Kimball can really uh, give the piano the business. Anything else, Steve? What do you think? I think the the thing that you wouldn't re- you wouldn't recognize it as a yacht rock song initially is just that loud, you know, hammering, pounding, bad company type guitar. Like the, that's that's the main riff. I love a good bad company reference. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but then, it, yeah, like you were saying, it's all the little touches underneath that kind of push the sound mm-hmm. back into. Uh, you know, not soft territory, obviously, but, you know, smoother, yachtier stuff. There's no hard rock song from this era, 1978, that's quite like Hold Alone. It's a very unique thing. And I, I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to say it so I sound awesome. Yeah, no, you sound, you <laughs> no, sound I, I believe what you're saying. I believe, I believe 78 was when they started making rock songs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to give this one a 61. Hmm. It's rocking a little too hard to be up uh, too high on the Yatsky scale. That, especially that bridge with Lukather. Um, I'm going to give it a 50 because I'm going to put it right oh, on the whole good. Of the line. Oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Right on the line. Um, I'm, I'm at 55 for this one. Interesting fact about this song. Good friend of the podcast, G Meet Gina, brought this up to me. This is their second most downloaded song on Spotify. Obviously, Africa is uh, you can the down- top one. You can download songs on Spotify? Yeah, listen, listen to Click. Um, 160 million on Africa. This 1.6 one, uh, million is what you wrote. Yeah, that's a fuck up. And oh. uh, thanks for thanks for pointing it out. 
this is number two, 75 million listens. And then it drops to a paltry 37 million for Rosanna. Which, Still better than us. It's fascinating, because Rosanna's my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Oh. Oh. It's a symphony. We should it's have a, a lot to talk symphony. about. Uh, Steve, number? Uh, I'm going to put it right at 60. Right at 60. <laughs> it's a nice round number. <laughs> we got us a 56.5. That's Yacht Rock. It's nice to be back with you guys. What the heck? Oh, I'm on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond Yacht Rock, volume 23 of Yachtern Yacht, Minnesota. Um, we have said our names, you know who we are. All right, number one, song number one was written in by Sean Paper Crane via an iTunes comment. This is Bobby Caldwell's Can't Say Goodbye from 1978, and he writes... I'm thinking it's a no-brainer to get on the boat, anxious to hear your thoughts. Kind of a boring quote. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not the most hard, quotable. Yeah, it's hard no. to make fun of. Uh, so, there's no personnel, but this song has a great yacht sound, if you ask me. Um, the song has a great chord progressions, perfect yacht production, really great guitar solos in this, too. Uh, the song was produced by bassist George Chocolate Perry. Oh, yeah. Never heard of him, but I'm going to keep my eye great out. Great name. He doesn't do much as far as... Uh, Yacht Rock goes, but he helped nail the yacht sound here. Uh, yeah, so I'll say it time and again. Bobby Caldwell's uh, Carry On album from 82 is when he certifiably gets on the boat. Uh, but his previous work, like this on his debut from 1978, is uh, is in the right vein, I'd say. Uh, and uh, while he could be described as Floridian, yep, he's from Miami. Yeah, uh, uh, I think he's on the boat. I think yeah. you got to give him. Uh, I hear it. Give him some back credits. And uh, there's a, this is, has a great Yacht Rocks guitar solo in it. Um, I didn't have much time to listen to much else on this album, but this was the only track produced by Chocolate Perry, so it may be the only Yacht Rockish song on the album. I think that's the case. I think I gave it a quick listen, and this one is the only one that comes close. Uh, Steve, any thoughts? Man, it's got that. It's got that yacht bounce. It's got the little tickling back and forth e piano. It's uh, sounds pretty damn yachty to me. There's a beautiful guitar that just cut in there. Um, yeah, this one is, a, you know, it's still, it's still got an R&B groove, so it's not going to be crazy high for me. But it's a, it's a it's a hot 77. Ooh, hot 77. Ooh, I, I'd say, uh, I guess to go further on my point is that Bobby Caldwell tends to be a little too smooth at times. Yeah, he's almost too jazzy. And on this one, I think it rocks just enough. Yeah, there's a bit of a swing, and 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 the guitar solo is coming, but it, but it like that. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. those little things that typically aren't there, a little harder on this one. So I, I'm going to give it give it a hot 77. I'm going to give it this an 83. Wow. Oh, wow, wow, wines. Back. <laughs> See, I'm at 72 for this one. I just, I don't think it's all the way there. It is all the way there. Oh, you're right. 77. We keep still behind you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what are you giving it? Uh, 72. Um, There's this guitar solo. This is a good uh, yeah, guitar Oh, yeah, this is solo. pretty good. Very nice. Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with 78. Firmly on the boat. Good job, Bobby Caldwell. Good job, Sean Paper Crane. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we... I think we like really did our notes on this a long time ago. Uh-huh. So I wasn't a hundred percent sure that that guitar solo was going to come. <laughs> so I'm glad it came. It's a good one. 
Yeah, yeah we, what, we, we wrote this, what, like a month and a half ago? A long time ago. What, uh, uh, we got wait. a 77.5. That's Yacht Rock. All right. Oh, here it is. I want to get into this chocolate Perry guy. Well, then do a little paper on him and read it to us. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Song number two is uh, from uh. Nyat Brody Jenner. This is the tubes. She's a beauty. Uh, Brody writes, Nyat Brody writes, These guys are invited to my Yacht Rock pool party anytime. Maybe they could just let me know if the tubes, she's a beauty, is Yacht or Nyat. Well, you may not be Brody Jenner, but you certainly pick your Yacht Rock songs like I'd imagine he does. I don't think this is on the boat. Uh, yeah, I... I wrote, uh, and it's it's fun to read these things that we wrote a month and a half ago. I didn't remember writing this, but I uh, wrote, I'll give you credit. This is way more yacht than South of Heaven by Slayer, <laughs> which is a zero. I give this a ten, just because the ca- guitar is a tiny bit of the hold the line on there. Wait, uh, you give South of Heaven a zero? On the yacht scale. Well, don't you think that, like, it gets a little Southern California cred? <laughs> No, um, you wouldn't give it one. I do. Uh, I'll go. I'll go two. Okay. Um, but before you, you score this song, um, listen to who performs in the album. <laughs> it was produced. You, you skip the part where you called me a retard. We. Uh, I'm trying not to say retard as much. I always feel guilty after I say retard. Yeah. But um, wait, what? After you say what? I say retard very often on the oh. podcast, and I always feel guilty afterwards. Um, but then when I listen back, it's not, not too bad. Um, okay, so this was produced by David Foster, and and there's a yacht rock contribute. Uh, there's yacht rocker contributing almost every instrument. You got Graydon, Lugather, Steve Picaro, Jerry Hay, Chuck Finley. Um, that was the album. This song was written has writing credits by David Foster and Steve Lugather, who I'm guessing got writing credits for the insane guitar solo on here that he does. I I, I think you can hear the hold the line on this. Um, is it is it enough? I don't know. Uh, I really avoided. I want. I prefer to avoid addressing this because um, it's a hard one. It's it's too proggy. It's a little too rocky. But then again, um, I think there's stuff on the boat that's a little bit of both of this, those things. And um, I don't think this would feel too off on a playlist. Um, my biggest issue is that it's the screamy rock vocal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, smooth Bobby Kimball might yeah. have... The Waybill is no B. Kimball. Mm. Kim... Wait. wait. The Waybill is no B. Kimball. Hold the line, hold the line. Fee Waybill? Yeah, that's the lead singer of the tube. F-E-E-W-A-Y-B-I-L-L, people. Fee yep. Waybill. Yeah, he's no B. Kimball. Um... With that said, uh, a combo of the champ, Kimball, and Patty Austin uh, are probably on the background of this also, and that's a Yacht Rock background vocals. I think this crosses the whole the line. I think it does. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you want to do that. I think Oversteps it. Yeah, the production's too rocking, and, you know. What about this part? Discuss briefly this on this one. Is this too... Here's the thing. This is, space, this, this is space move. It is, but yeah. it, it kind of... Yeah, it is. Um... But I've, I've discovered that there's a, there's a little weird there's a weird tiny little niche of yacht rock that crossed over with new wave. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't I mean, know. There, there had to be some cross. There is. There, there is. There's there's a really weird niche, and I don't know where to put that yet. So I'm going to say that this is. I'm going to give it the hold the line. You get, oh, I'm putting it at a 50. I think you're crazy. Uh, 40 for me. That's mostly personnel. I'm still at 10. I, think I, I love the song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. It just it sounds more anthemic, more more rock. It's a, li- it's a little too arena. 
Yeah. Uh, to get on the I'd boat. I'd listen but to this in a Corvette convertible before I uh, would listen to it on the yacht. Could yeah. you hear Toto doing that song, though? Yeah. And they yeah. probably yeah. Would, uh, I th- made it a little more smooth. Toto, and I, and Toto I don't think he would have given it. If they, Toto would have done the exact same song mm-hmm. with B. Kimbell, mm-hmm. I think he would have given it a higher score I probably would have gone 45. <laughs> <laughs> Steve? Uh, I'm going to give it a 38. And we got us a 34.5. God, we're doing important nope. work. I think that's low. It was an interesting discussion, though. That was a good one. And th- okay, there's a there's a, some stuff on this particular show that I ha- I'm uncomfortable with addressing because I think it's it could be there if if, if we, Toto did it. If we well, let's talk about this next one. Okay, this is written by York Whitaker. This is Alice Cooper from the Inside from 1978, and York writes. Not sure if this has been covered already, but I would like to see where From the Inside by Alice Cooper falls on the scale. The album personnel makes me curious about where it would land. Slightly underscore smiling underscore face. Oh, she had included an emoji, and that's how it, that's how it pasted. <laughs> that's how you wrote it out. So, um, totally coincidence, the next song on this list is another song that's too rocking for the boat for me. That's co-written by David Foster on an album produced by David Foster. Uh, it says Lubather, Bill Champlin, and Bobby Kimball. Listen to that champ on the background. Bobby Kimball's back there, too. Oh, no, they also appear on the album. I don't know. I'm confused. But this you album can, is... You can 100% hear the champ on this. I can't yeah. say about everybody else. Yeah. Uh, so this album is also called From the Inside. It's from 1978. Um, and like I said before, when was Alice Cooper scary? Yeah. Listen like, to this song. I, I took a rock history class at uh, community college before I went to Michigan State just to get some of those credits out of the way. Mm-hmm. And the instructor, not professor, mind you, the instructor was clearly a big Alice Cooper fan. He played Alice Cooper almost every class. We finally got to the punk era that I was excited about. He fucking skipped it. And then he uh, his tests were just listening to songs and writing writing down who sang it. <laughs> oh, that's what I do in a bar for fun at trivia and, night. Well, I got I got I missed one. I got one wrong because I spelled Grateful Dead wrong. Oh, just like you did right here on the document. Yeah, so fuck that instructor, fuck that class and fuck this song. Uh David Foster really can smooth out Alice Cooper, which isn't that hard because he really isn't that scary or No, or, or, he's a or golfer. <laughs> he's an Arizona golfer. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like we're describing my mother. Yeah. The, you know, this I think this is less yacht rocking sound than than, um, than the tube song, but with just as good personnel. This will get this will, personnel like this will get you thirty three anytime. Mm-hmm. Way too high. Way too high. Um, thirty two. Wait, so what did you... I gave it 33, Dave gave it 32. 33. Steve? I was debating between those two very numbers, so I'm going to split the difference and go 32 and a half. God damn it. Get your period ready, Hunter. Yeah. It's ready. It's been ready. Um, Get your diva cup. So, do you remember when I discovered this album a while ago? Kinda. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, usually it's ignored. That's 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 what I hey, remember. You, but do you guys you, remember when Hunter discovered this album? You know, that's what we sit around and talk about. Well, that's what I do when you're around me. Um, but JD was responded to this one, so I thought maybe he would uh, he would he'd remember. Uh, I I would have liked to figure out a way to get this into its own yacht rock on the ten somehow, like like rock yacht songs that are maybe a little too rocking, but have the personnel that sound like this. Um, but anyways, I. I, I there's so many elements. Again, I'm putting this on a on a hold the line the same. I'm giving it a 50 because huh. on 
these guys get pulled so far over that I think they need at least they need a ticket to the boat. All right, for coming on. They don't. They're not full fledged. They're not like 80s or 70s or even 60s. I'm giving it a 50. All right, what do we got on this one? Uh, 36.875. It got more than the tube song. Fucking big. That is Neat Yacht Rock. <laughs> A 10. <laughs> Tube's song was way closer than that it, one. Absolutely, but he gave it a 10. Yeah, this is Dave being outrageous. He's got, he's got pineapple in his blood. He's all goofed up. <laughs> Dude, I'm hopped up on macadamia nuts. Why did, wait, why again did you give the last one 32? Because JD said 33. Okay. You want to do a joke, way too high joke? So somehow that's, sometimes that's how the songs are scored. And I bet if you really listen to those two songs, wait, maybe, wait, maybe the scale's right. Didn't Dave give us a 10? Wasn't he the, weren't you the first one to score the, the score the tube song? Yeah, but it was based uh, on a goes. Slayer joke. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right. gotcha. This is written in by Michael Tursky. This is George Michael's Careless Whisper. Uh, this is an important one to do. Careless Whisper by George Michael has to be on the boat, right? No. No, no, no. Michael, it does not. This is pure late era salt. This is hard, hard salt. Yeah, salt. And it, it, and, and let's let's go back and restress this. Just because it's smooth doesn't mean it's yacht rock. That's right. Um, I mean, it's a good thing to have. It sure, yeah, it definitely helps. But they are not synonymous. But and especially if you're British. Yeah. Some fun facts about this song is actually on Wham's "Make It Big," co-written by and co-written by Andrew Ridgely, but it's credited to George Michael instead of Wham. Oh, it's George Michael and Wham, I yeah. think. It's crazy. This is probably what made Andrew go, "Fuck it, I'm going to focus on bikes and start an unverified Twitter <laughs> account." Which Hunter would, then would discover. Uh, Did we talk about this song before? I probably no, never. Well, I mean, we've, it's we been never, brought up. Never Yatsky did. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I have a request. Uh-huh. Would you please just do a Sophistapop show? Oh, our first pre-existing genre? Yeah, well, because I don't think... think it's pre-existing enough just so people can know exactly what Sophistapop is. Okay. Just find a twist. Sophistapop. So twist by night. So twist pop. Yeah, Sophistapop after dark. Yeah. Southern Sophistapop. Sultry Sophistapop. Yeah, just like find a twist and then it's your job. That's your job. I just think that people... Because I think this is it. I think this era, and this is probably really influenced by Sophistapop, and that's what they're doing. And I think a, people, a, lot, a lot of people are confused by the British smooth jazz era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can put, we put, we can put a list of that shit together. Um, I think this song is actually anti-yacht. I think this started pulling softer rock in a non-yacht direction in 1984. It's a sentimental, sultry ballad. No personnel, no bounce. It's British. The knocks keep coming. The only reason people think it's yacht is because this sax solo is so smooth. But sax is not a yacht instrument, everyone. Yeah, I was going to say that the, I think this is the song that makes us against so against sax. Mm, Although yeah. I've lessened as time has gone on. But I think with a song like this or Baker Street, people immediately hear it and just say, oh, that's a yacht instrument. These yeah. are smooth songs. Yeah, no. and that's just not, you know, maybe, what is it, Sanborn, David Sanborn can... Uh, Maybe gets a pass, I, I, but sax really. I like. Okay, sax brings a little too much heat to it. Yeah. Now rock is not necessarily sultry because sultry is about when you do get laid. And and sax is really a lot of times it substitutes for a guitar. 
Yeah. And unless you're doing it with a real purpose, which I think this does do it with a real purpose, I'm going to bring up uh, uh, me being a hypocritical asshole, I think, in a future uh, Yadernat with the sax. Um, but I think sax really, when you take a guitar, it's already a smooth instrument, okay? And when you use it as a substitute for a guitar solo um, in the bridge, you're, you're doubling up on that. When you use a guitar and make a guitar smooth during that bridge, it adds something to the song. That's kind of elite magic we're looking for in Yacht Rock. Yeah. I'm giving this song a 12. Mm. 12. I'm knocking this son of a gun way yes. down the I, boat. This song means a lot to me, if you guys remember at my wedding. I don't was... give a fuck. Is it a Yacht Rock song? I know the guy from the video came to your wedding. He interrupted, he interrupted my vows with this song. What's your number? We got a lot of songs 15. on this one. Sorry, Dave. Steve. I'm going to give it a 20 for being smooth, but not yachty. 15. 20. JD, would you give it again? Uh, 12. I'm sorry. It's okay. I made a mistake. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, that, was, that was me thinking, not being annoyed. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I'll give this, I mean, it's it's smooth. I think uh, I'm going to give this a 30. Uh, 19.25. That is yacht, yacht rock. I'm sorry, Dave. That song was just going long. I'm going back to Hawaii. No, it was my fault because I went on a big thing rant about Yeah, I'm always going to take it out, off on Dave, though. And then That's I'm going to apologize. Oh, hey, ooh, here's a good one. Welcome to do. back to America, Dave. Um, this yeah, is, that place is weird. This is uh, written in by Brian Heater and Fabio Turan. Both they both emailed me about this two days apart. They don't know each other. This is Ace How Long from 1975. Uh, this is from the album Five Aside. Uh, and this is about as proto as you can get. It's super yeah. proto. Yeah, it's early. The lead singer of Ace is Paul Carrick, who's just cool because he, he we talked about him before. He lead vocaled on a bunch of random stuff like Mike and the Mechanic songs and Tempted by Squeeze. So... So he kind of went off on his own uh, his own way. Uh, so this has so much proto credit. I think it might get on the boat. Um, yeah. It's got everything minus some interesting uh, jazz phrasings. I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you uh, do. Uh, I'll, I'll, you do in your heart. Although that, that guitar is very Steely Dan. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't have a ton of the chops that you normally would associate with Yacht Rock musicians. Uh, these guys are more of a pub rock band that got kind of chilled out, smoothed out on this song. Ace was? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're part of the, the British pub rock scene that kind of led up to punk a few years later. That's um, weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Coming out of the speaker, there's nothing wrong with this song other than the release date and the lack of bona fide personnel. You got electric piano, smooth jazz and R&B influence. Here, this, this here's the Steely Dan electric guitar solo. And also... This song's about a fool. Uh, this is definitely on the boat for me. It's not super strong. It's got too early a sound, but everything's there. Yeah. This is a close yes for me. Uh, I'm at 53, and Ace is one of my uh, top three favorite brands of hard cider. Mm -hmm. So, like this song, I'm on board. Oh, and you're noted for your love of hard cider, yeah, Dave. People know that about me. Good thing you were able to get a hard cider joke in there, not a Slayer joke, or else it wouldn't have got on the boat. <laughs> uh, I'd give this one of uh, uh, 57. 57. I'm giving it a 55. 55. Wow, we're all kind of uh, wow. same, same right area. in the same spot. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give it a... Don't take my catchphrase. Well, you said it first. I was just repeating it. Uh, go ahead, Dave. I'm thinking. What? I already said 53. Oh. Well, then, good job, you dumb dick. Proto. What do we give Proto stuff? 
Proto stuff should not be on the boat, and Proto stuff's not on the boat. If it's early, if it's early Yacht Rock, that's different. Proto Yacht Rock is not Yacht Rock. It's not on the boat. Proto stuff, this 50s, proto 60s. Cred. I mean, so many rules. I know stuff. Was, I don't this, know what he's this, talking okay, about. This, I'm just gonna this go. Is, this is pre-era Yacht Rock, is what it is. Okay. Proto stuff is stuff that comes before the Yacht Rock era, but is not quite on the boat. I don't know if you guys understand that, but that's what it is. Because <laughs> you guys, but often I think proto- say, this, song, this song is proto seventy-five. No, no, no proto can be on the boat if it's if it if it uh, hits all the the spots correctly. If it would carry on in the era, mm-hmm. like if it mi- mi- if it mixes in the area, if yeah. it doesn't if it have just properly. a piece. Yeah. What this is really missing is the personnel. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, mostly and because the, yeah, it's the, British. Yeah. And so I'm going to give this a 57. All right, what do we got? It's Wait, same score as JD. Yeah, it gave you the same score as JD. It's oh. 55.5. Hmm. Wow. That's Yacht Rock. I'm glad Ace How Long is on the boat. I feel like back in the day I would have said, that's not Yacht Rock. We really need to explore where the British kind of, like, maybe during that Sophistapop thing, because they went, like, George Harrison. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's all, everybody has these same questions about stuff. Speaking of George Harrison, number six was written by Graham Fisher. It's Ringo Starr. Ah, oh, there you go. With a song called It's No Secret from 1977. Graham writes, a guy named Graham who likes Ringo? He has to be British, right? An all-star band includes Lukather and Page, which is what got me started on hunting for the Yacht Rock song. Okay, so the all-star band he's referring to is Ringo's has-been touring all-star band, where he just lumps in a bunch of old rockers. Yeah, uh, That does not even make this song close to Yacht Rock. And they're different for, every time. Yeah, thanks for thinking, Graham. Uh, so the worst Beatle Ringo's all-star band, like I said... Uh, okay, I already said that. Poor Ringo. I already said that. Uh, oh, he, did, he did well with worry about him. So, um, I don't think this is even close to Yacht Rock song. The personnel is closer than the song before this on the album. It's funky. Okay, so the song before this has better personnel. It's got Chuck Finley and Steve Gadd. Uh, so it's closer than this. It's, st- it's still not there. Uh, this is acoustic guitar, love letter lyrics. That was a word salad, but basically this isn't a Yacht Rock song to me. And it's like this underwater guitar sound that's kicking in there and that, that I think throws it overboard, but I can kind of hear where Ween got their inspiration for Ocean Man. It's that sort yeah. of like proggy. And there was, there was a thing a while back where the sons of the Beatles were going to form, like form a group. Champlin? Yeah, but the only one who didn't want to do it was Ringo's son because he's the drummer for the fucking Who. And when your dad is the drummer in the most famous rock band of all time, and you still are taught by somebody else how to play drums, there's something... something What's your point here? I don't have one. The point is that Dave's Yatsky score on this song is... Uh, 23. Yo, I'm going to go with 23 as well. Okay, all right. Good number. Mm -hmm. Good on you. Got a Michael Jordan feel about it. Yeah, Steve? I I think it's a little closer than that. I mean, I hear some elements there in the composition. It's uh, maybe not quite there, but uh, I'm going to go 41. Very good. I like that. 41. You know, I I think I must have looked at this album because I think we're bearing the lead on this. We got us official Steve Gad nickname. Oh, it's on there? Yeah, and it's Steve. It's the good life Gad. (laughs) All right. That makes sense. Hey, I think Ringo might have given him that name. Uh... 
And there, uh, let's see, there might be, yeah, I think you mentioned other people, the Brecker Brothers, David Foster on this. Um, I think this is a good suggestion. Uh, I'd like to give the album a good one listen, but uh, I don't think this one quite gets there, but I'm going to give it a 33. I want to change mine to 33. I was going to just change mine to 33 before you said that. Huh. Uh, we're not in cahoots anymore, no. Andy. I'm in cahoots with Hunter. I'm hurt. Well, your, your score doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nyat. I put a lot of thought into those numbers that I randomly blurred out. Right. That was your Ringo joke number. Um, number seven, written by Jack Lupo. This is Steve Goodman. Something Sometimes Love Forgets. 80, ah, Steve, Steve Goodman. Goodman. How the hell does Steve Goodman keep coming up? Because his, ne- his spirit will never die, Dave. Uh, oh, I didn't realize shit. this was Steve Goodman. Yeah. Was, um, this is the Steve Goodman. The Steve Goodman. This one starts out strong. Listen to this beginning again. Very nice yachty opening here. Uh, but then it gets way too pop country, way too sentimental and sweeping. Here's a, some sweet... If you were Christopher Cross, I'd accept this. Yeah. Well, if loving the Cubs and dying tragically young could get you on the boat, Steve Goodman would be the world's greatest yacht rocker. Amen. But the only thing this has going for it is that it's co-written by Bill LaBounty. Mm. Who tends to not be a yacht rocker in his in his write, writing credits. Yeah, yeah. Only, only when he records himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of it is who he's working with, because he works with a lot of country guys. Mm-hmm. But the country guys, when the stuff that he writes is, is, is some of their most yachtiest stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But this is, it's a duet. Here's this lady. I couldn't yeah, figure out who it was. Who's singing that? Uh, this is Phoebe Snow. Oh, it's our yacht rock friend, Phoebe Snow. Yeah, uh... You can definitely tell it. She's, it sounds like Phoebe Snow. Uh, she was featured on Women of Yacht episode with a duet with Loggins. Uh, she's a jazz vocalist. Um, that helps the song, but uh, it's not enough for me. Um, also, it, it helps uh, with. It's produced by Rick Chetikoff, which uh, Dave and I talked about. The, uh, his nickname is Cheese. Oh, yeah. Cheese Chetikoff? Well, that's the way I figured out how to pronounce his last name because I think it's Chetikoff. Oh, Cheddar. Cheddar. Chetikoff. Yeah. And uh, he's he's what I think might be a Yacht, Yacht York guitarist. He worked with Photo Glow and uh, Robbie Dupree, amongst others. Uh, and his name has come up for me a lot lately. Because Photo Glow and Robbie Dupree are great yacht rock artists. I give this song a 42. I, 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 you know, that's the exact number I had in my head. It's crazy, isn't yeah. it? It really is. I think we have like a set, like in the 40s. My number is 42, or maybe yours is. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we should go back to writing these down so we can call Dave on his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Steve. I feel like you call me on my bullshit anyway. Oh, that's true. That's true. I feel like it's a little bit too straightforward for me. I think, uh, you know, it has elements, but like it's. Uh, there's, there's not quite enough jazz or R&B in it. It's, uh, you know, it's a nice little song, though. I'll give it a 36. God bless you, Steve Goodman. Um, the thing that gets it for me on this is I think you could have pretty much the exact same song, but without the orchestral strings. I think if it was a nice e-piano in there, it might do a little bit better. Yeah, the strings make it a little too sentimental and gloppy. Sentimental, and also it, it doesn't... Those don't pair well with, I think, with that type of acoustic guitar kind of strumming. Um, you need you need some electric in there. Uh, so I'm going to give it, I still think it's close. I'm going to give it a 42. <laughs> what do we got? 40.5. It is Nyat. Yeah. This is another important one to do. This is written in by Julia Lawrence. This is Nicolette Larson with a lot of love. Julia writes, 
Nicola Larson is certainly a certified woman of yacht. Curious to know where her saxophoned up version of Neil Young's Lot of Love falls. I, uh, this is another woman of yacht. Did you say that? Uh, but I, yeah. I have a, I got a good southern yacht rock uh, feeling on this, southern yacht feeling on this one. You know yeah. how, how that saxophone added to that sort of southern sound? I think that gets the same on this. This is produced by Doobie producer Ted Templeman. Uh, that's how the song initially got on my radar back in the day. Um, I think it makes a boat. There's no real rockers. Uh, there's bassist Bob Glaw, but he's not really a yacht rocker. I, I think we just saw him in the Steve Perry album. Well, he's he works on other uh, stuff. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, he, but he's not like your quintessential. Yeah. There's a Loggins S recorder solo on here, which really works in 1978. Uh, and I usually don't like sax, like we talked about, but this mixes in really nicely with, with a heavy R&B bounce. Give the song. I'm gonna write the song as a 65. I'm reading what I wrote here, mm-hmm. and I don't agree. I don't. First of all, I don't. You don't remember. agree with yourself. I don't. I don't remember writing this. But um, and I, I wrote it was written by Neil Young. Sounds a little bit like Stevie Nicks and has a whole lot of that saxophone. And my concern is if we keep putting things like this on the boat. We're going to have to make arguments for, like, Al Stewart's Year of the Cat. And I have no recollection of writing this or even know what that meant. I kind of dig it. Uh, And I'm going to put it on the boat. Volcano flu. Yeah. Volcano flu. 58. Steve? I think it's, uh, I think it makes the boat for me, too. Uh, I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's got enough R&B. It's got just enough uh, sophistication. The strings kind of bring it down for me a little bit. It's but they're not like they're not disco strings, and they're not too obtrusive like they were in the last song we did. I, I was gonna mention it. Kind of has a little disco vibe in there. Yeah, yeah. just a, just a t- just a whisper, a kiss on the wind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a 63. Yeah, I don't think it's super high. I'm think I'm gonna do a little less than you guys, but I'm gonna say oh, what is that? I'm gonna give it a 54. 50, we give it 60. That's yacht. Welcome to the boat. A lot of love. All right, now listen to this lightning round. Mark Hughes, this is a Step Kids Lottery 2013. What are your thoughts on this being modern yacht? I feel like there's definitely Steely Dan influence in it. There's also a lot of other things that might negate it. You're right, there's a ton of things that negate it. This is a jazz sample. Yacht Rock is influenced by jazz. It is not jazz. It's not a jazz sample. Usually, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't like this song at all for Yacht Rock. Yeah, let me let me talk directly to Mark here. Okay. <laughs> Mark, if your goal was to get me to watch a video of dudes in aviator sunglasses and thongs do one-arm push-ups, you didn't have to trick me. <laughs> I see why you asked the Is question. Is that the video? Is that yeah. the video? Oh. Yeah. It's great. It's everything you want it to be. <laughs> it's everything Dave wants it to be, too. But I see why you asked the question, but no, this is not Yacht Rock. There's a little e-guitar in there, but that's about it. The chorus is a little something, but I think, Mark, I think you knew the answer when you asked the question. Uh, this reminds me of Michael Franks' jazziest. It would barely make the boat. Maybe if it was Michael Franks and of the era, this is just too jazzy. It's also too modern, too trippy. He's uh, got a record, record, record scratching. Yeah, he's yeah, got scratching. Yeah, Come on. It's not there. It's not there. Um, but I'll give it some some jazz cred and give it a, a, a 30. 
Giving it a 30. When did this come out? 2013. So it's, so it's yeah. way modern. 18 for me. It's about to talk and read my sense. Now I gotta go back and put your number on there. Uh, I do like the Michael Franks comparison. This is definitely experimental, kind of like how he used to do. Um, this sounds, the vocals, are, this sounds like Steely Dan. Yeah, yeah, I definitely get that flavor there. Um, and the, the opening is definitely an experimental part. The more this goes, the more I like it. I hate the scratches. Yeah, it takes me out of it. I hate the scratches. And I... And I, I wish this, another. This is another thing. I, I wish I heard a guitar solo give me a little grade in a written yeah. hour. Or, uh, you don't have to go full Lukather. Or how about Ray Parker Jr.? You know what yeah. I mean? It's just yeah. sad. Yeah. You, you Someone it, add some soul into it. Add, give yeah. us a little something. Something um, instead of a record scratch. Something we could sink our teeth into. Yeah, I think it could have been there. Um, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a 40. A 41. You hear it? I hear that. Steve, have you rated this thing yet? I have not rated this thing yet. I, I hear the elements. I hear why he's asking. And uh, it's not, you know, it's not quite, it's got a little, it goes a bit willy-nilly, doesn't it? But uh, I, think, I think I'm going to put it at, uh, for all the Steely Dan stuff, I'm going to put it at 39. If you were comparing this to a Steely Dan song, I think it would rate a little higher. It's a modern Steely Dan song. Yeah, it's only it modern Steely Dan, which I don't love for Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a 32. Nope. All right. This one, like, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this one. This is Brett Mercer who wrote this in. It's Bruno Mars, Straight Up and Down from 2016. Brett, you're doing Yacht Rock wrong. Stop it. Yeah, fuck you for wasting my time. Um, I'm ignoring my daughter to listen to these songs. Five. Five. Six. Six. Steve's still listening. Is this just an R&B song? Yeah, it's an R&B song. Oh. Uh, three. Hunter? I'm, you got, you're coming hard and fast. Uh, what, 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 what are we, we missing? do, Hunter. We're missing a four. So I'll give we it a four. <laughs> what do we got? A 4.5. That is Neat Yacht Rock. that time guys yeah. congratulations to us send your yacht and yacht questions via twitter at yacht rock follow jd at jd risnar follow hollywood steve at hollywood steve h follow david david underscore b underscore lions follow hunter at hunter stare like yacht rock on facebook rate and review us on itunes for the love of christ go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience we got t-shirts and jean meat buttons it's delightful theme and bumpers by rock crow and ocean city defender thanks to the whole feral audio family memory so recorded us today check out other feral audio podcasts at feralaudio.com Welcome back from Hawaii, Dave. Thanks for having Welcome me, fellas. Back. Welcome back to America. That place is... There's something something off about that place. 